0: Well, excuse me. Oh, got, got a little frog there. Welcome once again to the Ashy Knuckles podcast. I'm your host, Brian Woods. I got my boy, Marky e. G and my co-host, Moses Perez. And what's up, man? How y'all feeling? Hey, that's a bad, bad intro, but
1: okay. <laughs> hey, hey, co-host hey, number one up? here and co-host number two over there. Yes, sir.
2: What?
0: Right, we got we got a little treat for y'all today. We're gonna do a breakdown of the last three fights on the previous week's card, and we're gonna preview UFC Jacksonville coming to Duval, baby, and we're gonna preview um, this US, UFC this Saturday on March 20th. We got Derek Brunson. Facing off with Kevin Holland, which should be a good one. Two big trash talkers, two big heavy punching middleweights. This matchup's is pretty interesting, if you ask me. Very. Well, interesting. When
1: we get to that, very. I, I got some some,
0: some Okay, okay, okay. Some
1: interesting um, points for that
0: one. We also have another. with a fight card scramble up, so we weren't supposed to get um in a middleweight division. We're supposed to get Paulo Costa facing off of Robert Whitaker, but Paulo Costa pulled out of that fight with injury. Um, Hangover. Sure. I, think I think he might have had a bottle of whiskey. Oh, he, he he upgraded a whiskey. I think he might have upgraded on that one. He might have saw some tape on Whitaker and was like, Let me let me just let me, let me chill. <laughs> uh, the Brazilian whiskey. For sure. Or oh, it could have been some tequila because we got Calvin Gastelum taking over for the spot. So that's going to be an interesting one. Let's just get right into it. Let's start it off. Um, let's talk about last card. So we had some pretty highly anticipated fights, some good matchups, Um, and it was for the free ski. We got a free card. So like I say, if it's free, it's me. I was tuned in. Um, very impressed by Dan Ige. Um, you got one, power. Punch, one punch knockout, man. What's up with these Hawaiians, man? They uh scrap, They're scrappy man. That was that was beautiful. Uh, shout out to Dan Ige, man. Great job, um, taking securing the bag for your boy and uh, getting that knockout finished for yourself. Um, another fight <laughs> prediction that I had on that card was Ryan Spann versus Misha Serkinov. Um, I had I was hoping that Ryan Spank could pull off the win, and he did more than that. He got a TKO, so he did more than just pull it off. So shout out to those two guys. Uh, Mo, I know you watched that card. What was your impressions of those two fights and, obviously, the controversial end to the main event in which um, Bilal Muhammad got his eyes dug out? Well, with
1: the Dan Ige fight, I was jumping around the house like a madman. Cause you know eight oh eight gotta stand up for that one uh-huh. and Denise was looking at me all crazy like I, I did something <laughs> like I stepped on some some thumbtacks or something I don't know but Ryan Span yeah I expected that fight to either be a knockout or I didn't expect it to go far. Like it happened the way I hoped it happened. Superman needed a dub. Oh yeah That division needs to get some more contenders, even though there's a solid line coming for uh, the Polish power. But either way, it it went the way I saw it. And then, ooh, Bully B, his eyes. I told you, he could see everything. Not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) uh, Yeah, those eyes. He got some big eyes. I hope he's okay. He's not good, man. But Leon Edwards was winning the first round. I, I don't see no case for Bully B to have a 10-9 in his favor unless they weren't watching the fight. Unless they are looking at their phones
0: on Twitter. You know how them judges do? You know, I think a lot of times when guys are the favorite, I, get, I think the fight odds influence the judges because when the guy's the favorite and he's not wiping the floor with a the dog they i guess they must give like bonus points or something to the underdog because i don't know how they scored that fight that way um, did did he get a 10 a ten nine? 9 i don't know I, I thought um i was watching when i was watching the fight i thought um clearly that leon edwards was in control the whole way me too I mean, he landed the head kick, um, wobbled Bilal Muhammad, and also caught him with some nice, um, some, some nice boxing. <laughs> One thing that I'm, I like that I can take away from that fight, that I like, I guess I like what I saw from Leon, is he can handle the clinch really well against some of these bigger welterweights. And that's going to come into handy if he gets that rematch eventually with Uzman, or if they match him up with Colby Covington, so I think um, he. I was impressed. I don't see any cause for a rematch, really. I mean, this fight to me didn't make a lot of sense, except for Bilal Muhammad getting the chance to get a step up in competition, being on that win streak, but for uh, and obviously the inactivity that Leon Edwards had to have due, due to COVID, he had two years off because he, you know, couldn't they couldn't get a visa. So it's good to see him back in, in the mix. But at number three, uh, I feel like right now, I want to see some of the guys in the top five start mixing it up. I want to see, you know, instead of waiting for, just waiting around for title shots, I would like to see Edwards versus uh, Covington going forward. And I think Ooh. Bilal definitely deserves to get a crack at a top guy. Um, I don't think, um, I mean, it's not his fault. He got his eyes guy, which, and who knows? I mean, just because he was losing doesn't mean he would have not had a chance to come back. Yeah, so, he might have turned it up the second round. Exactly. And it's a five-round fight, so yeah. um, I think he definitely deserves a crack at the top five in my opinion, but um, I'm not a matchmaker. If I was, I know how I would uh, lay the card, so.
1: Who's number five? Ooh, Wonder I, Boy. That'd be a good one. Wonder yep. Boy against uh, Bilal? I'm looking for it. Or even Michael uh, Chiesa. You know,
0: I think that one makes a lot more sense. I think... Yeah, I like Boy, the fight. Yeah. I feel like Wonder Boy should be... He's in the same boat as Leon, where he should be getting somebody in the top five, trying to get like closer to that title shot, given that he's got so much momentum built up. He is number five. So, I mean, looking forward, this only really, uh, Mosvenal has a dance. We'll talk yeah. about that later. So he's off the ticket. Um, the champion's off the ticket because he has a dance partner. And we got what? Who's left? That leaves us with Kobe, Leon, and. Gilbert. Gilbert. Gilbert Mel- yeah, not Gilbert Melendez, but Gilbert Burns. <laughs> Having <was> a little <laughs> brain fart there.
1: Yeah, they so, got some good matchups they could make.
0: Yeah, I'm excited, man. Like this look, we have this month this month has been pretty much pure March madness. We've had some, some beautiful knockouts. We had a lot of crazy. Look, man, we had three fights in this last two weeks end on a foul. Two-no contests and a DQ. Yeah. And I had a I had a buddy of mine ask me, like, what what's the difference? Why was Algeman's Sterling, Sterling rewarded the belt on a disqualification. And these other two fights um, were like uh, Eric Anders versus, excuse me, I'm got a brain fart there for a second, versus Darren Stewart. That fight was ruled a no contest. And also the Bilal Muhammad versus Leon Edwards fight that was also ruled a no, rule no contest after fouls. What was the difference? From my understanding of the rules, I was I, I was misinformed to be to I told him something that wasn't what I. What did you tell him? him? Well, I thought that it, he was um. It was because one foul was intentional, and the other fouls were accidents. I
2: thought no, that, so I, that I, wasn't, I, it. wasn't it.
0: No. Um. So okay. So according to the rules, a fi- a fight cannot be declared a disqualification um, unless there's been more than one round. They have to compete for at least two rounds, I believe. So the fact that Algermain Sterling and P- Peter Yan's fight went into uh, the fourth round or whatever,
1: yeah, fourth that's why it
0: right. was eligible for a disqualification be- for a foul. And I mm-hmm. think, especially because it was intentional. Whereas the other two fights were, you know, there's only one round elapsed and they were both. Accidental strikes, or at least they deemed them. Like, I mean, obviously people give. Well, the doctor said uh Balao he can continue. Well,
1: he also said he couldn't see. He can't say that. Yeah, he was like, he just it was it
0: was pretty like bad. Like he was crying. Oh, yeah, it was in there. It was bad. Like he it was, like, his it, thumb was, was in there, right? Yo, he so uh, he I think he got poked in his left eye. He had a gash like, and in, in like the. I don't know if it was the bottom of like right above the eye right below the eyelid. He had a big gash, and his eye and this blood coming from his eye. So it was pretty bad, pretty badly damaged. I hope he isn't like bisbinged now and has to have get a glass eye because that would suck.
1: But it was pretty bad. Yeah, I didn't see the uh, other knee to the head.
0: Yeah, that one one definitely looked uh, unintentional. It it was kind of like uh, just one of those things, I guess, like heat of the moment type deal, but it didn't look like it was a purposeful thing, like he was trying to shoot him in the knee. I think it was just like it just kind of happened, and then um, obviously other than Darren didn't continue, so we got a disqualification. uh, But no contest. Yeah,
1: so I don't know if the UFC is going to change gloves no time soon,
0: but those eye pokes. That's exactly what I was going to ask you. I'm just going to start with Mark. Mark, what do you think, man? I see these gloves. I don't know if it's a glove issue or if it's just a fighter technique issue, but whenever you have the ability to outstretch your fingers and kind of gauge distance, you see it from pretty much every fighter on the roster. They kind of reach their hands out and they try to feel and, gauge distance before they get close enough to land strikes. And obviously, uh, that leads to people, people getting poked in the eye is the outstretched fingers. And we see it at every single level where it is the highest, the guys who are at the top tier, and even the guys at the bottom of the roster. So if, you, if we were to cover the gloves and go with more of a boxing-style glove where the, the fingers are completely covered it would definitely op- reduce grappling exchanges, but it will significantly get you. Don't see eye pokes in boxing, okay. so and- it, exactly like you know, it's like you 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 completely get rid of a foul. However, you might compromise some of the grappling. Do you think that the glove should be changed um, significantly, or just maybe some slight tweaks? Slight
3: tweaks. The, the most frustrating part about this in the UFC, which the UFC is the worst about the eye pokes, is there are gloves out there that are better about it. You can't cover the fingers completely because grappling's too p- big of a part of the game. But you have the Pride gloves, the Bellator gloves, and everybody else's gloves who kind of curve the fingers down, put a little tension on the fingers, so you can't. You have to force your fingers up to outstretch them. So that has reduced eye pokes a lot just because no one's sticking their fingers completely straight out in the other leagues because the glove kind of forces them down just a little bit so there's a slight curve. And that's all you really need to do. It won't get rid of them completely,
2: but it'll reduce them a major amount.
0: Yeah, I I like that idea. I saw um, Trevor Whitman's glove idea and they look... They see like all of this product so far is you know they worked out well. I'm not sure why the UFC hasn't adopted that glove style. And obviously we the UFC owns Pride, so that glove style is accessible to them. I'm not sure what the real reason is behind keeping this glove design, but besides just um, carrying over legacy, like keeping the gloves that they had over from the older UFCs. But there's no real reason. I mean, they don't provide much padding for the fighters anyway. It's not like they're, they're just, all they're doing is basically covering the knuckles. So I, I, I've seen the Bellator gloves. I don't know a lot about them. Um, I, you just kind of gave me a little bit of a lesson on that the fact the fact they have curved fingers. But um, I have seen Trevor Whitman's glove style, and it's more – it covers most of the fingers. So, like, you don't get – you can still grapple the fingers. The, the digits are still exposed for grip. And doing anything um, in regards to grappling, but the entire part, upper part of the knuckles are covered, so there, there won't be any eye pokes with those gloves, or they'll be at least significantly reduced. I bet you it has something to do with
1: money.
3: It does. The, I bet the, the biggest. biggest they don't want to pay. A... It... Yeah, the biggest rumors with it is when they talked to Trevor Whitman about the gloves. Supposedly, they wanted complete rights to the gloves and the design. So he wanted uh, Trevor Whitman to sell it out, outright to the UFC and Trevor Whitman didn't want to get rid of the whole thing. He just he wanted his part in it too. So yeah, they couldn't come hard. to terms.
0: That that sucks if it's just being hung up. Uh, it just I mean fighters are getting like kind of screwed just because of like little minor details and Come on man, like make a deal, figure it out. Get these gloves in there, man. Get, get rid of these fucking eye pokes. Um, so we got, you know, like I said, there's March has been crazy and it's gonna get even crazier because we've had a card every single weekend, uh, here in March and we and this weekend is no different. So we got this headlining card: UFC Fight Night on ESPN. Um, the headliner is Derek Brunson versus Kevin Holland. In a nice little middleweight tilt, we got number seven Derek Brunson, going against number ten Kevin Holland. Both of these guys are knockout artists. I mean, there's probably what easily twenty knockouts in between these guys. If you can just—that's my raw, give it guesswork math. Um, I will say I know where I'm gonna lean. I know where I'm gonna go with this one, given the matchup. But I'm going to go, uh, let's go to Mosey first, man. What do you think of this fight this weekend? How you see it going? And uh, what's up? I'll let us.
1: I guarantee you, Derrick Brunson takes down Kevin Holland. Okay. That's for sure. All right. I'm leaning Kevin Holland somehow knock out something crazy, like how he did Jacare or even on the feet. If he can stuff the takedowns and get back up or not stay on his back too long, I believe he got it because Derek Brunson sticks his chin way up there when he's throwing anything. And Kevin Holland, he's he's not bad with
2: his hands. But I see him getting taken
1: down, though. I really do. Okay. So
0: you see this fight being um, grapple heavy. This is a good
1: style matchup. Okay. Brunson need- can wrestle. He can wrestle, but he can get knocked out. Once he starts acting all wild, throwing haymakers, leaving his chin to the sky.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he does in a weird, like... Or he template. can get submitted as well. Like He get hurt yeah. and then submitted. I believe that, that that's probably the real way... Holland wins. That's what I'm going
2: with. Submission. Okay. Hey, G, what do you think?
3: I was actually thinking quite the same to the end of what Mosey was saying there. Because I was about to say that I know Brunson's probably going to want to wrestle this. I think he'll get a little wild and eventually get pieced up just a little bit by Holland because Holland's crisper. And he's got them boxing hands, man. His 1-2 is beautiful. And I think he tries to take him down, but Holland has a great jiu-jitsu game. It's very underrated. You don't get to see it enough because he's such a flashy striker. But I think it could be a submission by Holland.
0: You know, you, um, you say Kevin Holland's uh, grappling game is jiu-jitsu. Blah blah. His jujitsu game is underrated. Uh, Coming in, I think that was like one of his main strengths, right? Like I think he, I know he has like a kung fu base. He is a kung Kung fu fighter. Yeah. I mean, I believe he does. He train with Travis Luter? Yes, he does. Yeah. So I know he has a heavy um, submission game background, and we saw it in the fight with Jacare. Where they got some action on the ground, and he didn't. He seemed pretty. Kevin seemed pretty comfortable, and Jacques uh probably one of the best jujitsu guys in the middleweight division. He's definitely top of the food chain, and Kevin seemed fine. So I kind of have this fight going a little bit differently. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure how much grappling there will be in this. I don't think Derek Brunson is gonna want to get tangled up in that. Um, trying to force a ground and pound scenario or trying to keep Kevin on his back. Given that this is a main event fight, this is going to be a five-rounder, I see this being more of a kickboxing match in which I think Derek's probably going to get knocked out, but I think that uh, Derek has his best like path to victory actually standing up because I feel like Derek has so much power he can finish anybody who connects that left hand if he can get a shot off and be able to connect with um, Kevin, connect on Kevin, he can hurt him and put him away. And I think that might be more of the game plan for uh, Derek Brunson. Um, good luck with that, though, given that Kevin Holland has 81-inch reach. It's going to give him like a 4-inch reach advantage. So getting to getting to Kevin is going to be a lot harder than... Um, it's drawn out to be like I mean I don't, I don't know I don't know even in like the wrestling department I, I know that Derek Brunson is a D one all American but I just I don't see, like like Mosey uh, alluded to earlier Derek leaves his chin straight up when he gets into exchanges and when he he gets emotional he starts letting his hands fly he has like no discipline to keep that chin tucked and this is the wrong guy to have that kind of like glaring weakness against because one, Kevin's uh very much like Adesanya. He's a sniper with range. He's long and rangy, and he's super accurate to go with really good power in his punches. I see this being a quick night, quick night at the office for Kevin Holland. I think I, I'm going to go with a uh, first round uh, TKO. So, wow. what do you
1: think happens uh, for the winner?
0: I believe the winner, especially if it goes as stated, is going to skyrocket. Right now, I think Kevin Holland is number 10. I think if he knocks out Derek Brunson, that's going to push him so far up, he might even leapfrog some of the other guys in the middleweight division vying for a title shot. Given his skill set and his size, he is someone. He's six foot three, which makes him a really tall middleweight, and he also has eighty one inch reach, which matches up really well with the champion. So I think with enough trash talk and enough mic skills, and he, if it gets backed up into the in the cage, if you can, if Kevin can trailblaze Derek Brunson, I see Derek. I see Kevin uh, Holland's Stock rising pretty much as far as he wants to go. So if he wants to call out the champion and get a title shot, I'm pretty sure they can make that happen. Um, Obviously, there's um, a couple guys above Kevin Holland, and they have a rightful um, claim to get a shot. But between those guys, they've all already lost
2: to the champion. Yeah.
0: So I think this fight, I think the winner of this fight... um, not so much Derek, but Derek Stock is definitely going to skyrocket if he can get the win. I don't think he'll get a claim to the throne, but Kevin can definitely get a claim to the throne. Um, I know the rankings kind of get people a little, well, he's number 10, this guy's number 3, that guy's number 2. Look, the rankings don't mean that much. What it really means is uh, it's essentially to separate the guys from the top 20 to 30 people. But once you get into the top 10, it's and even, uh, I guess, well, I, to be more realistic, once you crack the top five, there's no rhyme or reason to who gets the title shot. Like, we look at Masvidal's getting the title shot over guys who are, you know, ranked above him. So, And we've seen it in UFC history all the time where the number one guy isn't the guy getting the title shot. So,
1: that's how I see it. What do you think? I think... Uh... The winner out of Darren Till and Vittori, depending on how they win, if it's like a snooze fest and whoever wins wins, I I don't see them getting a title shot if Kevin Holland just goes in there, does something spectacular against Brunson and wins, and then he gets on the mic and says something crazy because, you know, what Dana White called him, loud mouth
2: or something like that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. If he promotes himself in the, the right way, I mean, he's already noticed. But if he gets enough eyes on him, it might propel him into a title shot, even over uh, Whitaker and Gastelum. I don't think Whitaker really wants to fight for the title just yet. I think he prefers the like the less pressure of not being the champion. Kind of like how GSP was, like what he said when he left. So yeah. he might just stick around and wait for uh, Apollo to come back if he wins his fight against Gastulum to fight G-G. him instead. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just so he doesn't have
3: to fight for the title.
2: Marky G, what do you think, bro?
3: I don't really see him skyrocketing straight to like. Right up there with title contention right off the bat. I think he needs one more win. And I think that our man, Jared Cannonier, needs a partner. I think yeah. that the winner of this fight, either way, would be an interesting fight against Cannonier. And I think that that'll put Cannonier right back in the title picture. And whoever wins that fight could possibly be the next title fight. I do think that, um, Adesanya really wants to fight Till, so as long as he does decent in his fight, he'll probably be up next for the title fight. That's just how I feel.
1: Yeah, he probably gets a pick for that one,
3: and he does want Till. Yeah, same way Usman just was like, I want Masvidal. I think yep. he can do that with Till.
0: Yep. And yeah. The reason why that makes a lot of sense is both those guys you just mentioned are needle movers, and they can get tickets sold. Like, Masvidal, obviously, easy to sell tickets for sure. And then you got Darren Till. He has a whole country behind him. So it makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I do think that if Till were to win impressively over Marvin Vittori, I think he definitely deserves a crack at the title. And look, all the all three of those matchups—the uh, Vittori Till matchup, the Gastelum versus, um, sorry, Whitaker matchup—I think an impressive win in any of those can catapult those guys to the title. Given the fact that one, um, Whitaker is—I mean—he's basically the sub boss in this division. If the champion's Adesanya. I think he's the other champion in this division, whereas he'll beat pretty much anybody you line him up against that isn't the champ right now, and he's kind of been proven that since his loss. I mean, he looked very impressive versus the guy you just mentioned, in Jared Cannonier, who was also a title contender. Um, Robert Whitaker looked extremely impressive in their fight. So look, I can see that happening too, where Whitaker comes in, looks. I mean, take dismantles Gastelum and he gets the rematch or vice versa. Gastelum comes in, looks impressive, and they give him the rematch. Because to date, Gastelum's given, you know, Izzy his worst fight in a win. Because, I mean, we obviously, we saw him take a loss um, in his last outing.
2: So, I don't know, man. I think, uh...
0: Look, this is a good problem to have when you have a division this deep. So, it's, it's yes. good. I, I like it. There's a lot, yes. of ma- lot of matchups. A lot of good matchups. And majority of divisions
1: are uh, pretty much Stats. banging. Except for the
2: flyweights. Nothing against them, but somebody got to prove themselves. Yeah, that's a tough right, one, man. man. That's a
0: tough one. Speaking of uh, the lower weight divisions, let's talk. Uh, let's get a little preview of the UFC coming to Duval. So we got in that card, we had some fireworks. Had the we mentioned at the top, uh, Jorge Masvidal is gonna get a rematch versus the champion Kamaru Usman in the uh, welterweight division. That's going to be a, obviously a very inter- interesting matchup. We can talk about that one. And there's two smaller um, weight classes that really I, I'm excited for these two matchups. Um, the two smaller women's divisions we got the. Um, who? Wait, wait, what is it? Oh, yeah. Wei-Li Zhang young. is she's t- fighting Rose. She's fighting Rose. And i for the title. What 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 weight class is that again? 115. Straw weights. Straw weights. Okay. So it's straw weight and then flyweight. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. And the
0: women's flyweight title is um gonna be Jessica Andrade taking on Valentina Shevchenko. Yes. So quickly, uh what are your takes, man? Marky G, you go my mm-hmm. bat, man. What do you think?
3: Usman versus Masvidal too sounds like a great matchup to me. I know the first one wasn't what anyone wanted to see. It wasn't. It was very lackluster, but it was very short notice. Out of shape, Masvidal. He was waiting too long. He was chilling. He was making his what is it a rum that he has, or whatever, and he was just living life. This time, I think he'll be prepared. But at the end, I don't see him overtaken. Usman. I think Usman's just going to grind him out. I think he's going to stand up and strike with him most of the time, too. I don't I don't think he's just going to take him down. I think he has something to prove. I think he wants to prove how much better he is with no excuses this time.
2: Uh, so. When it
3: comes to the females, I also think that uh, the Flyweight Championships... Probably one of the most interesting ones I've seen her in in a while. This is the one that I actually feel like Jessica Andrade, she used to fight at 135. I think she was dominant at 115. But 125 might be her actual weight class. She may, she may put it to Shevchenko a little bit, but Shevchenko's just in a league of her own.
2: No argument and there. Then,
3: then my main event, this is my personal main event, Wei Li versus Nam Yunez, that's just going to be a barn burner. I, I want to see how Rose takes those wild strikes, if she can just, because Whaley doesn't hit like Yoana. Yoana's all a lot of small, accumulative punches. Wei Li hits hard. So I want to see how she takes that and the volume that uh, Wei Li can put out. But I think she'll grapple her. I think she'll, she'll stand up and strike with her, but it's mixing her takedowns. And my heart's with Nam Yunez. I want her to become champ again. Okay.
2: Okay. Right. What do you think? All
1: right, I'm going with Valentina. Should be a, a more competitive matchup than her previous few, even though I feel like she toyed with Jennifer Maya. But that's, I don't know. What what they say is hard to get up and do uh, road work when you're uh, sleeping in silk sheets or something like that. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But I think this one, this this should be a, a true challenge for her in her division. And then, ooh, the straw weight title. That's going to be a good fight. That, I'm, like I said, that's probably going to be fight of the night. It's, I, I, I don't know. I don't think that's going to be any lackluster in that fight. It's going to be a lot of banging. I feel Rose might be the more technical out of the two. I believe her ground game is also probably better. I wouldn't be surprised if she snuck around and got like a Rear naked choke somehow or took her back. Hopefully she doesn't get slammed on her head again. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. I think it's going to no. be a good stand-up uh, fight, to be honest with you. Back and forth. Can't really do uh, MMA math. Because yeah. Rose finished Joanna the first time out, Right. Right. And then you probably had probably one of the greatest women's fights ever when Uh, Wei Li fought Joanna. So, yeah, can't yeah. do the math there. Can't do it. Then the main event with the rematch of the welterweights. Hmm. I'm pretty sure they knew about this fight at least a week ago. Maybe two, right? Because ideally you want, what, six-week camp? Mm -hmm. that's what Masvidal was saying. If he had a full camp, he's going to knock his head off or something. Yep. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Cause I know if Usman gets touched up, he could rely on his wrestling and we know what's going to happen from there. So unless Masvidal lands something clean and then gets a TKO, cause I don't see him just, Flying knee, or just one punch, knocking like knocking him out with one punch, or something. That's the only way I see Masvidal winning TKO. If not, he's probably going to be put up against the cage, and Usman's going to be putting out cigarette butts and stepping on cockroaches (laughs)
0: with Masvidal up against the cage. Oh man, that's funny. I like. I I like it. I like it. I so I want to start from the top. Uh, I see the Masvidal-Uzman match going very similar to the way it went the first time out. I really don't see much change. Mainly, I mean, yeah, you will get Masvidal with a more focused six-week training camp, but so is Uzman. And you're also going to get, they both can draw from what they learned in the previous matchup. However, there's a certain thing to me, like you said, that uh, it's a little bit harder for someone to get up and flip tires when they're sleeping in silk sheets. But there's certain people who are just built for that. They're built to be champions. And they are they don't waver. Like, they don't let the limelight, they don't let the accolades, they don't let the fame get in the way of the grind. And I feel like Usman's one of those guys. I think if you look at... His fight with Gilbert Burns, and I'm not doing M- MMA math here. I'm just giving um, an eye test to what I saw. You saw a marked improvement in his striking accuracy and his striking power a- after changing camps. I believe, wait, didn't he go with Trevor Whitman? For yes, his Trevor who's been, who's been left. Correct. So I don't know if that edge that Masvidal clearly had in the first matchup and striking is still that wide. I don't think I think that gap might be closing. And Usman is is proven to be. Um, like he has he stopped obviously Kobe and obviously Gilbert Gilbert Burns, who are both two top tier welterweights. He has some power in his shots, and he's able to put together some good um combinations. He's really strong in with on both sides switching stances with that jab. Either come from the right hand side or left hand side, which gives anyone problems. Problems given such a quick strike, you don't have to set it up or wind up or anything. Um, however, Masvidal is super slick, and when it comes to boxing, he got it, He's really good at getting his head out of the way, moving, bobbing, weaving. I think this could be. This has the potential to be fight of the year. I think it's going to be an all out. I, I see it more like Moses just said. Like I think it's gonna be a mostly a kickboxing match. I don't see much grappling, but I think it's gonna be some back and forth trading. With um, I think Mosblad is gonna end up taking the worst of it, though, and Usman is gonna wind up and steal. However, after this fight, we're gonna be talking about this fight for for some time to come. Um, I see the strawberry division going. Look. I'm a huge Rose I'm a Yunus fan. I've always have been. I would love to see her get the strap back. Wei Li is a monster. And look, if anybody can slay that dragon, it will be Rose given her skill set where she, she's so good everywhere. Like she can stand in kickbox. She got the ability <laughs> to submit you. I'm pulling for Rose. Wei Lee is a whole load, of man. So that's my other fight of the night potential. Like those two can be. They're such closely matched um, title title bouts that either one of those can be fight of the could potentially be fight of the year candidates. Now Shevchenko versus Andrade. Look, I don't see that as being close. I think Shevchenko's gonna be. I think it's business as usual for Shevchenko. She's gonna go in there. And Muay Thai Andrade's head off. <laughs> so I don't see that. I got a first round KO for uh, Chevchenko given how aggressive Andrade has proven to be in the past. Um, yeah, I don't. I see the. I see wh- one potential title change though. I got Vietnam you know, Luna's and Mu. but the other two title fights, I have it going and still. So that's my take on um, this next card. Which gonna be in Jacksonville, Florida, baby? Hey, I'm
1: first in line.
2: (laughs) You first. I think
0: I'm first in line. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Hey, he kept his promise. Hey, Uncle Dana, I appreciate you, bro. Good looking now, man.
3: I'm a little sour that you tried to go Houston first, but I'm glad you came back to us. We loyal.
0: (laughs) We forgive you. Now get these new fucking words, man. Stop playing. I wonder...
3: Uh, <laughs> man.
1: Okay, so three title fights. hmm What fights? Okay. Fans, as a fan, what fights? Two other fights. Wait, wait, wait. We put three fights or two on the uh, main card? Title? That's not title fights. You know how they always put uh was it? Two? Two fights or three fights on the main card for the pay per view.
3: Usually, well, if there's three title two. fights, there's going to be at least two more. It's two, usually uh, six fights. Two.
1: Uh, what was the last one? With um, the last one that had three title fights. It was just two fights, right? Yeah, yep. It was the uh, the two hundred five and then the lightweight Islam and um rackets, right? Mm-hmm. So there's only two fights. Okay, so if we get two fights. What two fights could we possibly see? Just taking a guess out there.
3: What two fights? Well, Ooh. well another fight that was announced was uh, Weidman versus Uriah Hall. That's supposed to be here, too.
1: What? So you're telling me Gabe Sparkman will get to see his boy live? Yes, still sir. That's still my Oh, man. Oh, man. He's
3: going to be That's jumping up That's almost guaranteed out. to be a. On the main card. That's Uriah or, Hall? Yeah. Prelim uh, main event? Or prelim main event. One or the other. That's, that's the spot for that one. Go Uriah Hall. <laughs> I have a tough one on that one. If Uriah Hall shows up, it's his show all day long. But you know how he is. Yeah. Gun shy.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so that one was uh, announced already. Yes.
2: Let me check it out. Um, Okay. Okay.
1: That one, Jimmy Crute against Anthony Smith. Okay. That one could also be on uh, the main card or possibly the prelims. Yeah, they got some fights listed already.
3: Yeah, they got a decent amount. They they haven't
2: put in a set uh, order really? yet, but... Well, for sure, you know, will Wyman make it there, though? I think he will. Yeah, he I hasn't will. fought
1: in a good while, so...
3: He hasn't fought since he uh got knocked out in 205.
1: Hopefully he shows up for Gabe. <laughs>
3: yeah, I know I know
1: my friend Gabe will be uh very excited to see his uh fighter come out.
0: That's a pretty uh interesting matchup given that both of these fighters are kind of facing a little bit of a crossroads in their career. I know Wyman moved up to 205 and then that didn't go too well and he was uh He did win his last fight.
1: Yeah, he did win his last fight. He uh won against, I think, an unranked opponent. See, yes,
3: he fought after the two hundred five excursion.
1: Yeah, after uh, he lost to Reyes, he went against uh, man, uh, Ahmed (laughs) Dov,
2: Omari Ahmed Dov. Okay,
1: Akmedov. We'll see. I, I, I yeah. put your, this man's name.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, he got. He was on the same fight card as um Derek Lewis and Alexio Olenek. Oh, okay. Yeah, he got a um,
2: got a decision to win. win. And your, your,
0: your, your is, uh, you look, Urias. He's a mixed bag, like you. they like said, it depends on which. Uriah Hall shows up because there's times when Uriah looks really good and he looks like a world beater, and then there's times where it's just he doesn't like uh, he just doesn't pull a trigger for whatever reason
1: or.
2: Get any video that I've actually called on Hall?
1: I mean, he's won against some of the top guys in the division, okay. so uh, just unexpectedly.
2: Hello? Hello? i hey, hey, Is that a ghost?
3: Is there a ghost? We're getting some uh some feedback some from somewhere.
1: somewhere.
3: Oh shit.
0: Somebody watching some highlights. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was that's definitely me looking up some um some of the stats. Oh yeah. Look, I don't know, man. I don't really see <clears throat> look, both of these guys are kind of like I said, they're in, they're in a the weird spot in their careers both of these guys can really benefit from a win. Uh, if I had to lean anywhere, I would probably lean toward Wyman, given that like he has that wrestling base and he's able to control a fight from anywhere. We haven't seen too much of that recently. Like, I think guys, especially sometimes when wrestlers start to get a little success with their hands, they kind of start to feel it and rely on that a little bit. You see that with Derek Brunson. You see that with countless others, guys who have like this pedigree in wrestling, uh, Calvin Gaslam too, they just don't use it. They, they get, it's, it takes a lot of energy to fight that grinding, wrestling he- wrestle-heavy style. And if you aren't successful with it, if you aren't able to put your opponent away and you're up against somebody dangerous, then you're tired and you're up against someone who can put your lights out. So I think, I think a lot of guys are... They're not... Everybody can't be Khabib to where they can do that for 25 minutes. So you don't see much of that anymore out of some of these aging vets. So I'm not sure how this fight is going to go. I would lean Chris, but I wouldn't be surprised if Uriah Hall pulls some ninja shit, because he is very capable of just one strike KOing anybody, and Wyman's chin has been a little sus. It has not been the same since Rockhold. Yeah. Rockhold, I think
2: Rockhold Open that door and Yoel kicked it in. Kneed it in, yeah. Solid knee. Yeah, that was nasty. So I'm not no, sure. I'm not...
3: Also has momentum coming. He has, he's on a three fight winning streak right now. Yes. So he has some momentum.
0: That's good. Um, that's definitely good for him because at one point Uriah looked like a title contender. I mean, he was just. Coming off that ultimate fighter where he, you know, put that, I forgot the kid's name, but he put him into another dimension, man. He was highlighting real finishing most of his opponents, and then he ran the Gastelum. And from there on out, he had kind of a, you know, a mixed bag of things. Like he would look good, look not so good, look good, look not so good. And we already know Chris Wyman, you know, basically won the title by knocking out a legend in Anderson Silva. And, rode that wave, you know, to a nice career. So, he, Wyman was dominant throughout those years, and he kind of had a little bit of a taper-off period once he lost the belt to Rockhold and, you know, the, the subsequent matches. So, it'll be ne- it's neat to see these two guys getting there and mix it up. Um Again, like I said, this is another middleweight matchup, and it's like, dang, this thing is on fire, man. There's so many, like, you, even if you dip Past the top ten, you still see like just some elite level fighters in the middleweight division, which is very promising.
1: Matchups for days. Did they ever give uh, Shabazian another fight yet?
0: He uh, he hasn't. Uh, when he lost to Bluntson, I'm not sure if he. I, I haven't seen him compete yet. After that, uh, that TKO loss, I can check,
2: but I haven't. Yeah, he doesn't have nothing uh, lined up. Everyone yeah, ran. I don't see anything about him. Well, Greg Gillespie's getting back in there after... Um, Is this yeah. his
1: first fight since uh, Kevin Lee's uh, head kick?
0: Yes. Wow. I, that I, kick. Believe, I believe so. I, I'm, not, be, I'm not 100% on that. Let me check. I believe so. I think his last fight
2: was let me make sure. He may have. It hmm. was. It was. Yeah, he has not fought since. That's what I thought. I just
0: wasn't a hundred percent sure on that. But it was nasty, man. He got knocked out pretty bad.
2: So it's gonna be um interesting to see
1: him get back in there. He's got Brad Riddell. He's fighting Saturday, huh? Yep. And uh I I think Riddell's
2: on uh, one of those city kickboxing guys.
1: Oh, uh with um Adesanya and Yeah. Poker.
0: Yeah, he's um he's eight them. So this shouldn't be. This should be a pretty interesting fight. They, the stats are completely even everywhere. If you look at it, I would probably lean Gillespie if I had to pick anybody in this one, given his wrestling credentials. Because look, when you get knocked out like that, he, I'm pretty yeah. sure he's gonna lean on that wrestling and make sure he doesn't get hit too much. Because these city kickboxing guys know how to piece you up. I think he going he gonna make him test that ground skill by any means.
2: We don't see exactly where Brad Riddell's ground game is. That's for damn sure. Um, Let's see here. You guys think it's going to sell out? It's uh, UFC
1: 261?
2: That's the one here, All
3: of Miami is coming to Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. All of Miami Miami is is coming.
0: Man, that's gonna be an event, bro. Like I'm oh. saying, like it's first of all, it's going their own things open, so people are gonna come from everywhere. Yeah, from Georgia, you got the Miamians coming to support Mozz, you in might China. got <laughs> Yeah, man, it's gonna be good. I'm, I'm excited, man. Well, Brazil's coming. Up. Was
3: training in Florida, anyways, for the longest time at Hard Knocks, so. He's got me he in his
0: supporting home too. And the Prince he got more fitness in Miami than Bottom and all, so we're going to see. Yeah. We're going we to see. I'm excited, man. I, I'm I'm definitely stoked about this matchup.
3: Maybe a small venue at 15K, but we're going to max that shit out.
0: Hey, I'm yeah. just. I'm excited to be back in there. Like, I'm just to see get to see some live stuff, man. I'm actually, I'm really excited about that. Get back some sense of normalcy.
1: Maybe we could get a uh, press passes since we're uh, <laughs> part of the media now.
0: <laughs> I think mean, we'll look into that. Movie. So, that. tweet Dana. Let me, get, let me get my finger, tweet the finger ready. Let me get my Twitter hey, finger ready.
1: Hey, Mister Dana White.
2: Can you help us out? Please. We need very good these media
0: access badges around our necks. Can you help us out?
1: All we need is three. Just three. That's There's it. Three. three. Four if you're kind.
0: I'll take one for breakdown B, one for Marky e. G, and one for Mosey P.
3: Exactly. Yep. It's and to- then we'll gift one to, to Gabe just because he needs to see his boy live. He might ruin that after that night. He might get to walk out with a uh, Wyman. <laughs> that's my point. <boy.
1: laughs> they might think gave security. Yo, that's our security. <laughs> there we go. There you go. There we go. Fly and give that man a job.
2: On the fly. <laughs> man, need some application.
1: But yeah, I think that's about it for this one, guys.
0: that's good we um we did it did everything we we came to do i mean we got um last weekend's card um reviewed we definitely talked about some rule changes with the gloves and look like it's march madness man this next week got another fight should be good um and ufc coming to duval so i'm excited i know my boys are um anything any parting thoughts we might need a whole
1: uh, row with all the people that wants to go to the pay-per-view
0: that we know.
3: Just our group, yes. We need a row now, or
0: two. I got hit up by, like, last night when it got announced, I got hit up by two people, the same at the, at the exact moment it got announced, saying, like, what are we going to do? Like, let's go. So I, I, I know of two off the top of my head in general, and they're definitely going to go. So that's already five.
1: Yeah, I had several uh, coworkers come up to me today asking me what I was going to do, and I already told them
0: first in line. Let's get it done, man. Let's get it. Mm -hmm. I'm excited, man. I I haven't. I've look. I've been wanting to go to a live event. I missed the last time they were in Jacksonville, and and we, we all did, given that we couldn't go, but. I wanted to go to the one in Tampa, which was um, a few years back. And I, I mean, obligations, I couldn't do it, but not missing this one for the world.
3: (laughs) Nope. Not in hometown. Come on now. It's right down the street. Tampa and Orlando, but come
0: home. Gonna see it, baby. Um, that's, that's it. That's all I got, man. Look, uh, Definitely want to get this rule change, man. Uh, these, I mean, these gloves change. I just don't see a reason why um, the UFC and Trevor, Whit- Trevor Whitman can't come to some kind of agreement. Because we don't want—I don't want to see fights ended on fouls. I don't want to see stoppages from eye pokes all the time. Like I'm a big fan of giving an automatic point for that shit. I, I get kind of fed up with guys poking their hands out and some of my favorite fighters do it and i I just i don't like it from them either i don't like seeing it i just i want to see a fight i don't want to see the guys get their momentum stopped because they can't see they get their eyes poked so i want to get that cleaned up hopefully that can get cleaned up soon enough but until then this was the ashley knuckles podcast podcast for mma fans by mma fans so whether you are a seasoned vet or a filthy casual Holla at your boy, my boy Mark E.G., my homie Mosey P. I'ma zip it, it up and zip it out. Zipity-doo-dah. Bye-bye.
2: La, 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 la,